This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Oi, hello. It is without definite aim. It's a podcast. And welcome back. This is a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I am one of your lovely hosts. My name is Drew, a.k.a. Drewski, a.k.a. Um, man, what are my other alter egos? I think I'm. I think there's a Tony in there. Tony Tarman. He's a little T- flamboyant. Tony. I think when you become a rash Russian, you you become Victor. Oh, Victor, kind of almost like a like an homage Victor. to Vincent, my counterpart. Yeah, hi, my name's Vinny. Glad to be here. Uh, I was really, I like how you committed to the intro uh, with Aussie accent. And then you just backed off. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to push it. <laughs> it was a little, was just yeah. Like, I just, straight. Yeah. You know, I got to be true to who I am. You know, I just wasn't, I wasn't fully committed to what accent I was doing. I didn't know. And it just came out Aussie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you know, like that's just what happened. And um, I would have butchered it at some point. So, you know, we just backed off and we went with the normal, normal Drewski, you know. Let's just go with the classic. Go with uh, go with your gut. Go with, go with what, what you, you know. know works. Yeah, exactly. Or be or risk it for the biscuit. Either way, either way, I support everyone. And it, it you know, you gotta you could do either or. You could be safe. Risk. You're a risky risk, boy. Risk it for the biscay. Risque for the biscay. Risque for the biscay. <laughs> You're a risky boy. Let's be honest. Vinny likes to take some Am risks. I? What risk do I take? Slapping spiders instead of getting a tissue to kill them? <laughs> That's risky. Um, I don't know. Wearing uh, wearing bright yellow shorts. That's a little risque. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think that is at all, but uh, I'll take it. If it's risky, I'll take it. I actually went to slap a black widow the other day, and Jen's like, no. You were not slapping a black widow. Why do you, okay, like, but also like, like also you're just gonna get some spider guts all over your fucking hand. You enjoy yeah, that? We, we, no, I don't really enjoy that part of it. You just wipe it off. But it's just a quick method, you know. I don't want to look for something to try and kill it because it probably run away in that point. So you can just like flick them with your finger, which usually kills them, or give them a quick slap. But black widows are kind of girthy. They're they're big ones. Yeah, you flick them though. That ass is just gonna pop oh. like a balloon. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a little turned on right now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> is is that what um is that what women do they flick the widow if their husbands died when they masturbate instead of flicking the bean it's like flicking the widow widow flicker it's a new gay <laughs> one Nintendo <laughs> on the switch it's widow flicker widow flicker. So what do you do when you, you, the husband dies? So you flick the widow? Yeah, it's like you know how flicking the bean is another word for like wi- women masturbation. Is it really? Have you heard that I'm one? Not, not heard. I'm not familiar with that term, but now <laughs> I'm acquainted. 
Yeah. Flicking the bean. Flicking the bean. It's it's you know, you're you're playing with the clit, basically. Like that's <laughs> playing with the clit. <laughs> but like I like how we go straight to slaggy play that like we're uh, massaging the clitoris. It's <laughs> playing with the clit. Flicking the clit. Um, I, clit is a tough word for me to say out loud sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, but like, you know, instead of flicking the bean, if you... If your husband has died and you're a widow, do you... When you masturbate, is it called flicking the widow? <laughs> God, I hope it is, because... Uh, kind of, it's kind of amazing. Flicking the widow, you just came up with the term that I was for not widow, aware of. I didn't, I didn't even wives. know what was... Bean flicker, I didn't even know that was a term either. So, a, okay, we did... It was an interesting experiment in my uh, one of my um, psychology classes. It was human sexuality. And we had to come up with as many slang terms for masturbation for both sex. And, like, so, like, you know, uh, for men, like, choking the chicken, jacking off. Um, wanking. Wanking. Um, slapping the monkey. Uh, there's a bunch of, you know, there's, like, a bunch <laughs> slapping of. Slapping the monkey. There's a bunch of different <laughs> terms, right? For, um, what what is it? pulling the snake or i don't know anyways but but when you go to the women's side you have like can you think of any women's slang terms for masturbation uh as someone who's not a woman uh and does not identify as a woman not too familiar with i mean you weren't women. familiar with flicking the bean how about i never heard flick that sounds painful how about like I, I don't know the, i'm, I'm the assuming record? we all we all know well i guess not everybody knows but Majority knows clitoris is sensitive, like parts of the male the, the male genitalia. Flicking, flicking your clitoris, <laughs> like actually, if you pulled your finger back and just flicked it, that sounds like it would inflict pain, just as hard like as if, you can. <laughs> yeah, just like just a finger flick. It's you know, you got you yeah. holding down that index finger with your thumb and just releasing. But what if you if were just kind of you, you know you were just kind of playing with it with the meaty part of your <laughs> finger? You could kind oh of say you're flicking God. it a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but okay, so that one and then also like scratching the record. <laughs> Drew's like so well versed. But those are like really the only test. two, right? Like clicking the mouse. Clicking the mouse. <laughs> yeah, because you know it's little Yeah, you know, the you know, you got some pubes down there, it's furry, it's like a little mouse. Okay. Alright, I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, clicking the mouse. You not heard that one? No. <laughs> Straight from the uh, dictionary of uh, Vincenzia. Vincenzia. Anyways, flicking the widow is now a new. <laughs> it's now flicking the widow. Sounds like a metal band too, like all girl, all female. Oh, uh, metal band. Nice. Flicking the widow. Flicking the widow. Just a whole song about female masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty metal. I was flicking my bean and my husband died and he was flicking my widow. <laughs> we know Drew's the king of uh, freestyle jingles. <laughs> the Jingle so. Meister over here. Jingle Meister. He's a pretty good freestyle uh, rapper, singer, a uh, little bit of everything. He's writing metal songs on the fly. That's what I do, you know? Okay. Um, <laughs> not sure how to... Not sure how to segue here, so we're just gonna go into it. 
this, this podcast, along with all of our other podcast episodes, is sponsored by Bentech. Bentech was established in 1992 and is based in Brisbane, Australia. Bentech is Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. You can find, uh, excuse me, the company then takes a tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails, aye, aye, Captain. and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. Go to www.bentech.com.au to check them out. Thank you, Bentech. We Thank appreciate you. you. We do. Flicking the widow. <laughs> flicking the widow. I had not heard flicking the bean, but I'm glad I know it now. It's uh I'm True enriches my life so often. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's just one of those things now that you know. I will take forward yeah, you into should, the rest of my you life. You should just and, try it out on Jen, just like in casual conversation and see if she knows what you're talking about. Probably. I've probably been the one that's been left in the dark all these years and <laughs> not knowing about flicking the bean and now I'll be like then I'll be like, but have you heard of flicking the widow? <laughs> I hope like, you've nah. never flicked the widow because that means you have a dead husband. I hope I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, all right. Um, you have the random topic generator, do you not? I do have it. I'm ready to smash it, that button, and generate a random topic for us to chit chat about. All right. If you're ready, I'm ready. Go for it. This episode's random topic is tattoos. Tattoos, huh? Tattoos, mate. Tattoos. Um, Who's got a few tattoos? I don't have any. I've got a couple tats. One. You're, you're not a. I wouldn't say you're a tat daddy. <laughs> I was just going to go like there. A, you were so just going to go there. Yeah, I was just going to say one. Uh, y- you might call me a tat daddy. I don't think I'm quite there, but. I think you've got to have like maybe pretty probably a, at least one sleeve like to be a, a tat sleeve. daddy. I do have yeah. aspirations for a sleeve. Aspiration for a sleeve so you can become, I just uh, really as want, mentioned, tat daddy. Yeah, I want the title of tat daddy. On my resume, type 1 diabetic, comma, tat daddy. <laughs> <laughs> comma, soccer daddy. enthusiast. Comma, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like have... I've, I feel like I've asked no. you before. I know you don't have any, but would you ever get one? I always want to, and then... I don't know. I think, like, I've said it before. Like, I think as someone who, like really appreciates art and has done kind of bits and pieces of art and i feel like i'm pretty creative that i just feel like i would cringe at shit that there's definitely shit that i wanted as a teenager that i'm like fucking tribal shit that i'm so fucking thankful i never got because we all know like you'd probably cut your arm off isn't that part of i i think that's kind of endearing the endearing part of tattoos a little bit is that you may get something tattooed at that time that was really important to you that at, at you know when you're older it doesn't mean as much but it still doesn't it still doesn't denigrate the fact that it meant something to you at that time right i well no i don't disagree with that i like the sentiment of that but 
<laughs> tribal tattoos any, didn't mean anything. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. redeeming <laughs> factors of tribal tattoos. I'm sorry. I unless think you're, uh, unless I'm not you're saying like, an islander. Well, yeah, the traditional tribal stuff, but I mean the stuff that like as a teenager in the nineties though, that tribal ship stuff that, that that I liked I associate that now with like douchebags. I mean maybe this <laughs> meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's gone a little bit far. Hey, uh, apologies to you if you if you're not a meth head. Maybe you're a successful businessman and you just got you know, you you hit eighteen and you wanted some, some cool tribal tats and you got them and now you live with them. And I respect that. I'm just happy I didn't get those <laughs> tattoos, is what I'm saying. All right. I have an idea for you. You can feel okay. free to shoot it down. Feel free to tell me I'm, I'm an idiot. but And I don't know the whole story behind this. But I know that you and Jen met through an online art community. Yes. Did you not connect? How, how, did you connect over one piece of art initially? Was it... Was there one where you left comments on each other underneath the the artwork that you were commenting on? Because I feel I like that would be it... a cool, that would be like a nice, sweet, like, if you got some sort, you know, if you figured out what the origin of your kindling of the relationship. I couldn't tell you the first thing that we commented on. I don't remember that specifically. But, that I mean, that's how that community worked, as you said. Like, you comment on each other's artwork you uh you know obviously there's a point where there's flirting it also had like a direct message type system kind of like its own little like email kind of inbox where you could send someone a direct message you know and talk to them that way and create like your little chat history that way as well so yeah it it started with something i was definitely i i i like to like kind of spread the love and like other people's artwork and comment on it and i'm sure that's how it happened you know and the cool thing was, is you could see when other people, I don't know if you know, the Instagram has ever been set up that way, but you could see when other people had liked other people's artwork. So if you went to someone else's page and they liked one of Jen's pieces of artwork, I saw it. I thought it was cool. I clicked on it. Yada, yada, yada. I feel like another friend, I, I had a friend actually from school who was on that website as well. And I feel like maybe he was talking to Jen or said, oh, you should check her artwork out. Uh, his name is Joe, who still lives in Australia. And I feel like that's where the conversation started, maybe through him from memory. But, you know, it's funny. I feel like with Jen and I and people knowing that we're kind of a creative couple that people, I feel like Jen's probably had it too, but I've had it all my life. People's like, oh, you don't have any tattoos? Like you're one person I would expect to have. Everybody's always like that. They're always like, I would expect that you would have tattoos. Yeah. How do you not have any tattoos? I'm like, I don't have any tattoos. I feel like I feel like you're um, like my. I feel like my generation. It, it was almost normalized the t like tattoos and everything. Like, it's pretty. Like most of my friends have tattoos. Like like a lot of people have tattoos, and there was this big tattoo boom. I don't know in the. It, where where it started to become more acceptable to have tattoos do you feel like you're just outside of that realm where you it was still a little bit like taboo to have tattoos at all like a little bit like unprofessional um, and kind of quote unquote gangster you know 
No, I mean, I think, like, coming out of the 90s, like, all that alternative scene, I mean, like, piercings and tattoos were, like, pretty normalized, at least in, like, a lot of the culture that I liked and accepted. I still, I, I understand from, like, a professional standpoint, definitely growing up, that, like, there was people who didn't have, like, visible tattoos, like, above, like, you know, the elbow, like, oh, sorry, everything was above the elbow, so you would have a, you know, a short sleeve shirt, and it would cover those tattoos, you know, right. my dad definitely grew up in that era, and he has tattoos, but... Well, your dad's a gangster, uh, so... It's true, he is a, he is a gangster, the head of the uh, Australian Mafia... <laughs> actually not true well uh, we're not sure we can't confirm nor deny <laughs> okay we're gonna go there we're gonna plant that seed yeah uh but yeah it's it is crazy to see like that generational gap where do you think that there's kids even younger than you though who are just going all out with like tattoos yeah because it's even become more acceptable on their level as well. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I th- like, I, I just, I know a lot of. Well, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I know some people older than me too that have dumbass tattoos. <laughs> like we, I don't know. I think we, we're, we're, we know a certain Chris, not the one that's on every fifth episode that has, like, some pretty stupid fucking tattoos. <laughs> you know. Stupid tattoos. Stupid. You know, like, and I think I think that a lot of people just get tattoos just because they want tattoos, but they don't, like, they don't, I don't know, they don't know what to get. I I, I personally, I put a lot of thought into the tattoos that, that I've gotten. Um, I think I told the story once on here, but I'll do a summarized version of it is that when i met true he has his diabetes tattoo and it's basically the representation of like i've got diabetes you know blood but it's like those bracelets right what are those bracelets called yeah like a medical id bracelet you basically got that but you've got it on your forearm yeah it's a pretty big tattoo too yeah it's huge yeah. and when i when he when i met him i was like this motherfucker got this fucking giant ass crucifix on his arm i was like oh no no the fucking god lover over here jesus jesus worshiping yeah because yeah i've I've had it it does look although it's a six prong it's not a four prong but it, it kind of like on first glance it looks like a cross and actually like i have it stylized to where it looks kind of wooden too like it there's like a wooden texture to it um and then there is this figure down the center that could be from a distance be like look like Jesus like a really yeah. bad <laughs> like that's what I thought it was bad depiction of Jesus and, and it's it's like... the rod and the snake I can't remember what that's called but um I've also had people um I've also had people think that it's a red hot chili peppers tattoo also cuz like <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before Yeah because like red hot chili peppers have that red that red like cross looking thing i don't know what you would call it but my my tattoo is red <laughs> so so when i went away to college like one of my good buddies from college that we got we got pretty close like he he told me he's like yeah i don't know i thought you were a douchebag because i thought you had a big red hot jelly peppers tattoo on your arm you were wearing like a tank top oh man see i wouldn't think someone was a, a douchebag for having a chili peppers tattoo I'd be like, oh, wow. I mean, I liked Chili Peppers <laughs> 20 yeah, years ago. But I, 
<laughs> yeah. but not that much. I mean, that's cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was some kind of religious shit, and I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. How? Um, yeah, no, definitely not. I'm glad that you got to know me enough to <laughs> put that suspicion to bed. Um, if if slash when you do get a tattoo, how do you think you'll do with the pain? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends how painful it is. You know. Do you feel like you're good? You you can take some pain. Um. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think that you would be able to take it because I just, I just look up to you that much. And I think that you also have dad strength. You know, there's some dad strength there. Um, listen, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like overhype it or anything, but it sucks. It's not fun. Like the pain part of a tattoo. Yeah, I can't imagine it is. I mean, it's tiny little, like, needles, like, pricking your skin. I mean, you know, the, initially, I'm assuming it's just the pain builds. Yeah, and the heart... The, so, your adrenaline... You have some adrenaline going for the first hour, couple hours. But it, at a certain point, it just feels like your bones are rattling. Because it, it's just, like, that really aggressive... Zzz, you know, like... And, uh, yeah, I, both of my tattoos only lasted about three hours and both times at three hours I was struggling. I don't think I can do it anymore, man. <laughs> I like, I, I mean, I sat, I didn't like complain or anything, but like, it was definitely, especially my shoulder one that the, I think the dude just had like a really heavy hand and he kept trying, he kept switching out his needles cause he couldn't. Like, the ink wasn't setting well or something like that. And so he was just, like, hammering my shoulder with the with the gun. It, that was more painful than my forearm one. But anyways. Yeah, see, that side of it, like, it's like, yeah, you have this outcome, which is cool. But, like, is it worth it? Yes. You know? Yes. I could confidently say both of my tattoos I really like. Drew's other tattoo. Introduce your other tattoo. I know what it is, but... Yeah, my other tattoo is um, kind of a graphic depiction of the Deathly Hollows from Harry Potter. So mm. um, it has the... From the movie, when they're explaining the Deathly Hollows, it goes into this like cartoony kind of storybook telling, if you remember. And yep. the depiction of death, with he's got these big black wings... And kind of a, a creepy face, like a like a skeletal face. So he's standing in the background with his wings outstretched, and then it has a triangle, um, which obviously represents the cloak, um, the circle, which represents the stone, and then a line down the middle, which represents the the elder wand. Um, but what's cool about it is the in the negative space on the line down the middle, it it the negative space is left and it looks like the elder wand and same with the stone at the very top, um, which I, I really liked kind of wispy and everything. It's a cool, I, I like it. I feel like it's a cool design. Do you like it, Vinny? Do you like my tattoo? I love Harry Potter and I'm not someone that grew up. I mean, I think I've talked about it on here before. Like I'm not someone who grew up, uh, reading the books. Uh, my introduction to Harry Potter was the movies and that was in my like early twenties. 
and I was instantly like connected because oh. it's just like fun, exciting, fantastical movies. And I, I think someone described it once as like Star Wars for a new generation. And I want a hundred percent, hundred ten percent agree that it's just this like world and yeah. seeing like kids grow up. Like it's not like you know sometimes those kind of franchises like kids have to get replaced for various reasons. But to see these kids in these movies and grow up with them. It was just, and I and I got to experience that. You did too. Like it was an amazing experience. So mm-hmm. I love that franchise. I love the world. I love the Fantastic Beast movies. I think it's so rich and it's so diverse. And like, I don't know why someone hasn't committed to doing. Like, I'd love a TV show that takes place in like another country. You know, mm-hmm. like to think something like serialized with like kids, but maybe in a school in America, a wizarding school in America, or. Yeah. And weave in like Hogwarts and other stuff. Like I, I'd love to see. I'm surprised there hasn't been a cartoon made of it. Mm. To be completely honest, like I feel like there's a lot of well, yeah, depth you, there. There's even like you could go follow. You could go into the world of of you know in the Goblet of Fire when they have the tournament and they have the two other schools, the magic, the magical schools. Right. You like, could that go would be into great. the world of like Durmstrang or the. Um, what is it, Bobaton or whatever they are? The the women, the the dancing the dancing witches. Um, but you could totally, yeah, you could totally like go into that world and introduce brand new characters, right? And then weave in like a Victor Crumb at that other school, or weave in the Fleur de la Cour at the at the you know at the all women's school. I think it would be cool to even see, like you said, like even like the American, like an American wizarding school. I think that would be cool you gag a little bit when uh in the goblet of fire in the fourth movie when that big uh french teacher whatever nationality she is picks the food out of uh hagrid's beard and like eats it (laughs) dude hagrid looks like he just smells bad and you (laughs) know he's just got a raging giant boner Oh hell yeah! Because he just lives in a little cottage by himself with all these friggin' yeah animals. Yeah, I love it's I like, love you know, that you... series, and that was you know I, I I legitimately grew up with that series. Like it was, I those books were coming out as I was growing up, and so I think the seventh book, like the last book, came out right around the time I was the same age as the characters. So I, I, at the same time, kind of grew up with, with those books and those characters, too, which was really cool for me. Um, you know, we would go, my mom and I would go wait in line at Barnes & Noble at midnight, you know, when the when the new book was coming out. Um, so that, that, that book series has always meant a lot to me, and I liked, I liked the depiction and, and the um, meaning of, of the Deathly Hollows and... Um, yeah, that's my that's my shoulder tap. I, I I've kicked around the idea because I do have a couple other book series that I really like of just doing kind of like a book themed sleeve on my left arm. Kind of cool. Um, I like that. I think which would be kind of unique, at least, and and have a couple pieces. I I don't know I don't know what what else I would do at this point. I mean, I have a couple other like- book series that I really enjoyed, but. I could see you getting a pretty detailed version of uh, Leo as the Great Gatsby on your forearm. Uh, yeah, Leo. Just, I mean, what a hottie in that movie. Come on. <laughs> if we're being honest. Real quick, though, backtrack. 
uh, favorite movie of the Harry Potter franchise? Oh, and does the but does your favorite book correlate with it too? It's so tough. Um, I mean, I could tell you, I love that franchise as a whole. I think the Chamber of Secrets, I think, is one of the more boring movies. I, don't I know, agree. For whatever reason, I I I uh, did not like. I don't like that movie, and I don't really like that book either. I love Prisoner of Azkaban. See, that's is the consen- my favorite movie. I think that's like consensus. It's just so dark and like I just love like, I mean, for someone who didn't read the books, like painting Sirius Black as this villain, and then you just realize he just loves Harry because he's his godfather. And the the moment he says like, "Oh, you know, if you want, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you wanted if you wanted to come and live with me," and I'm just like, "Oh, serious, yeah, um, Harry." I should get the the little shrunken head. Talk about a tattoo. Oh, that would, dude, that would be a great Take tattoo. Take it away, Ern. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think because I I don't know. I think I really like Half Blood Prince. This, which is the Half Blood Prince, one. is a good one. Yeah. Um, I think the introduction of of the Horcruxes, um, in that book, is is really cool um yeah i i would say half blood prince i think both movie and and book i think book more than movie for sure i i really enjoy the book i mean it's every few years i'll go and reread the whole series just because it's just such a good immer- immersion and and it's one of those series that you just like can't freaking put down which I, mm. I really enjoy. I know you can't read, so you should get on that. <laughs> but <laughs> it's true. That's why I've not yet uh, committed to reading because I just can't. <laughs> One day. Yeah, I know. You're not a big you're not a big words guy, huh? You need some pictures in your <laughs> in your reading. It's true. I do need pictures. <laughs> um Okay, Half Blood Prince. All right. Cool. Is that okay? I wanted to put the yeah, of course. No, I look. I love all the movies, honestly. Like even, even Chamber of Secrets is like my least favorite movie. It's still, you know, there's something in all those movies to find enjoyment in. But I love like pretty much from The Prisoner of Azkaban onwards. I think the movies get darker, they get deeper. I just love how twisted they get. I loved that they went to PG thirteen at one point, and I don't remember where it was, but they were they introduced more a little bit more mature themes you know which only you know i mean you and you have to because those characters are growing up in the movies too so you know as you know as a kid like the older you get you're interested and more curious about things you know whether it's like music with like explicit lyrics or watching a scary movie like it only makes sense like you can't dumb down and kitty up those movies because that's the arc of those characters so yeah, let's see. So the first one was PG. The second one was PG. Prisoner of Azkaban was PG. And then they went to PG-13 with the Goblet of Fire. Which, th- that's when he started kissing Cho Chang. Um, and, uh, you know, little little more adult themes. Right. Everybody's getting a little bit horny. Yeah, they're getting a little action there. Um, oh, interesting. The Half-Blood Prince was PG. Interesting. Huh. But this one, that, that movie was pretty dark. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, they you, definitely like. I think Prince of Azkaban, like that's where they start to get like real dark. Well, even in the and the Half Blood Prince. Do you remember when he drinks the potion and he's like asking Harry to kill him, basically, like end it? Oh, that bit is rough. That's it's so dark, and he's like, cry, you know, Dumbledore's like crying and like. Yeah, and he's like, and then he's continuing to sip it, and it's just like, Jesus. Yeah. I'm surprised they they rated that PG because that the, even that cave scene was was scary. Oh, it's creepy, yeah. dude! All those things in the water yeah. and stuff. Oh, what I guess a movie, we should dude. say spoiler alert, dude. Yeah, it makes me so. The, the other day was Jen's birthday. Happy birthday, happy my birthday, Jen, lovely wife. Yeah, uh, and we did a little Harry Potter themed birthday. I got some decorations and I printed off proclamation signs and put them around the house. I found this like Harry wanted poster and I printed those oh, off nice. and put them around the house. And I found this like no muggles, muggles beyond this point sign and printed those off and put them up around the house. And, uh, and I said at the end of the day, I, was, I think when we were having dinner that night, we got some takeout and I said, let's watch a Harry Potter movie. It's a Harry Potter birthday. What do you want to watch? And Jen said, Prince of Azkaban. And so that's what we put on. Respect. 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 That series has got a real special place in my heart. And that's why I, I love a, it. That's I'll, why I have a tattoo. <laughs> when I learn to read, I'm going to read that series. I'm going to commit to reading it when I learn to read. So it's going to happen one day. I don't know when. Oh, man. Maybe when your kids are uh, a little bit more independent, you have a little bit more time on your hands. That's true. Basically, when I'm retired, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the only time you have time on your when, hands. when you're when you're gray like Dumbledore, you can start reading the series. Sure. Hey, li- if I look at you know what, though? like Dumbledore, I'll embrace it. Can we it. just be honest with something? And it's I'm something I'm so bad at this, but I'm trying to live life a little bit more like this. Like you all, you have time to do, to do that stuff. It's whether or not you make time for it. It's true. You know, like very valid. You know, why don't you get on a bike and read a book at the same time? Just fucking multitask. Yeah. And if you get in an accident, then that's your own damn bad luck. It's not illegal to drink, uh, to, to drive and read a book, is it? <laughs> God. It probably sounds... is. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't re- drive and I wonder don't if there is a law drive. that says don't read and drive. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you could you be on your phone. You you're gonna fucking get a fine, but you can read a book. Yeah, that's fine. Read a book all day long. Just don't fucking get on your phone or drink and drive. Okay. So, um, before we get to how much do do you so do you have any idea if you if I said Vinny go get you have to get a tattoo right now what would it be? You know the tattoo I've always played it because I just I like one of my favorite things from the Mario games is the ghosts. I'm obsessed with the ghost levels. I might have even said this before on the podcast. I don't know. But I love the ghosts from Mario games. The booze is what they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my pet name for Jen. I call her my boo. Uh, or boo-boo. Boo-boo. Love you, boo-boo. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the Harry Potter ghosts. I don't know where I would get it. I just, I love... I like how you like, you know, those those levels were so creepy in other Mario games, how you'd like turn your back and they'd start creeping up to you and then you turn around and they'd stop. But those, the ghost levels were always tricky in that you'd have to go through a door to find something else mm-hmm. and then click something to go back through the door to find it. Like, I always loved those levels. They were just, they were, they were such like a Rubik's Cube kind of puzzle. Um, but I just, I've, I mean, everybody knows I've got an obsession with like ghosts anyway, but that's one of my favorite. That'd be cool. Ghosts. 
yeah, I don't know where I'd get it. Um, whether I'd go like real vintage and it'd be kind of pixelated or whether I'd just go like more modern. Would you but just I do love... kind of like almost like a one line pass, like super simple? Yeah, I think with so. The, would you do the red tongue? Would you do the... Yeah, you got you to gotta do the red tongue. Yeah. And usually they got like little... I feel like they got little red cheeks sometimes. Um, but yeah, I love I love those ghosts. That That would definitely be like one of my first picks for sure. I've often like toyed about sometimes my kids have done like funny little drawings of stuff and they're like, this is Batman. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea, but okay. I've often pl- toyed around the idea of like having some of my kids' drawings as. Uh, yeah, you have a t shirt with a lot of, a bunch of your kids' drawings on it. I, I really do. like that one. Mm. Um, all right. What do you say? Is it time for how much? I feel like it's time for how much. Yes, we've talked about Harry Potter a lot. A little bit about tattoos. <laughs> it's time for how much. All right, it is time for how much. With your host, Vinay. Vinay, that's me. What do you got? Mate. Mate. What do you got for us? Uh, we've got another I'll do it for free. fan listener Just kidding. submitted. How much? I'll do it for free. Uh, we've got another... Uh, listener that's exciting okay uh how much uh may i ask who this this is uh the same one bo- as listener before dilbert Dylan. my man <laughs> my main man dilbert all right man, man, shout man, out dilbert shout out to dilbert uh dilbert submitted uh, a how much i thought it was funny i was like let's go with it how much to have a metal penis for a week huh so your penis is made of metal, and you can get creative. Maybe you want a gold penis. Maybe you want a platinum penis. Maybe you want a bronze. Maybe you're kind of a bronze Could I go, guy. I'll go titanium, so it's not super heavy. Okay. Not super heavy, but strong. Yeah. Sturdy, Sturdy. some might say. Yeah. Um, metal penis for a week. So, it, but is this like a? Do you have to have this surgically done? Is it magic? This is important. No, I think I think I think it's just magic. Okay. It just your penis for a week is metal. Okay, but but maybe this means that you can't get hard. I mean, it's already hard. So you, I guess it doesn't hang. Yeah, much. maybe. May, oh yeah, I bet you it's awkward if you sit down on the toilet. Like it's going to be touching the toilet seat or the inside of the. So toilet. So you would have to go kind of small. You would I have to go a little basically, smaller. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Is that's the question? Is it a flaccid metal <laughs> penis or is it an erect well, metal penis? I mean, metal's very hard, important. anyways, right? So it has to be hard. Yeah, but it's gonna. No, but I mean, it could be. What if it's in the shape of a flaccid penis but metal? <laughs> <laughs> that means you couldn't perform sexually, which I don't you think just would be have a big a raging deal. We would metal just, boner for a fucking week. We would, I would just, you know, we would we would just take a week off. Uh, that's I guess I would if I had a metal penis that was erect, I guess I'd get some kind of a fatty pack. Cut a hole in it. I'd just go right up in it. Right up into the fanny pack. <laughs> Someone's like Have you got a butter or are you just making love to a fatty pack? Both, baby. Both. <laughs> yes, both. Both. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Um for a week I would do that for f- let's say five hundred dollars. 500 bucks to have a metal penis for a week. That's not that long. I feel like this year's going by so fast. So, you know, a week. Oh, it's true. 
COVID's inf- COVID has infected the space-time continuum. Dude, and seriously. Fucking make your time go quicker. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a number for this. I, you know, I'm going to be with you. I have 500 for metal penis for a week. I don't really, I don't really know. Put a number on this. Like, it doesn't sound that bad, but but also it could maybe, be really bad. <laughs> yeah. What if it's just solid metal and you can't piss? You're gonna explode. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I know. There's so many questions here. We don't have a clear enough picture. Let's assume that it still has some function. It has some penis. function. So maybe right? maybe yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It doesn't bend. Okay. It's not bendable metal. But let's assume there's a pee hole. Okay. Yeah, five hundred. Uh, I mean, I work. I, listen, I work from home right now. I, you know, I can sit around at home with a metal penis. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit around at home with a metal penis. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, God, yeah. I don't know whether it's flaccid or sticking out. Who knows? That's the mystery of the metal penis. But you have to deal with it for a week. You're going titanium. I'm just going to straight go for girth. I'm just going tungsten. Damn, dude. I'm just going white. He wants and the t- no, that, big I bet you that black hurts. tungsten. Dark, Cock. deep gunmetal gray. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't go like Austin Powers gold member gold penis? Gold penis would be kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe go super Maybe rose, go rose gold. gold. <laughs> yeah, rose gold yeah, penis. Oh, rose yeah. gold. I'm kind of into that. What's up? Um, yeah, 500 for both of us. That seems fair. It seems fair. It seems like it's not super inconvenient, but you could be walking around with a boner all day, which would be uncomfortable. So, yeah, I'll do 500. Hey, too, real quick. If you ever want to like give us your opinion on these how much, slide into D- our DMs. I, I, I've been neglecting Instagram. I'm going to be straight up and honest. I've been a bad boy. Uh, <laughs> There's just been a lot going on, I feel like, recently, so I've neglected Instagram. I'm going to get back on it. But email us. Uh, what is our email, Drew? Without definite aim at gmail.com. I still can't believe that we actually got that. Uh, but email us with how much you would need to have a metal penis. Or maybe if you're a, a lovely lady, how much to have a metal vagina for a week. We want to know. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode if you message us. A metal we'll vagine, huh? metal machine that sounds terrible you're not going to, be able to click you're not going to, to flick that friggin bean <laughs> fingernail will fall off yeah it'll, it'll do some damage all right that was how much with your host Vinny. she'll be right she'll be right all right uh also our instagram page at without definite name podcast um if you want to go there um you're, you're welcome to. I mean, we get notifications, so send us a DM there. Um, email us. You can find our podcast pretty much anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music. Subscribe, rate, and review. It means so much to us um, if you would do that you know, for us and for you. It really does. We got a mystery review. I don't know who it is. Thank you, that person. Thank you, that listener. It means a lot. It was so delightful. I had, we hadn't had a review in a while, and I was just like, I don't know who this mystery person is, but thank you. It was sweet, wasn't it? It was such a sweet one. It's almost like if you just randomly, if you just randomly like got a, a secret admirer note on your doorstep that said, I, That's really what it was. I really appreciate you. You make my life better. Thanks for being you. And, you know... How would that not make you feel good? Right. Thank you, mystery reviewer. We appreciate you. Yeah, we do. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. 
It's another episode of Without Definite Aim. We will be back next week. See you all on the other side. Peace.